Which Jets player should you be buying this offseason before the 2022 NFL season begins? All that and more in this episode of the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. Kate is off this week as she's vacationing in Hawaii. Yes, we're all very, very jealous. Uh, but joining me today is a very, very special guest, uh, Kyle Yates from the Fantasy Playbook on YouTube. And Kyle, I got to say before we start, you've been crushing it over there. I, I'm, I'm very jealous of your YouTube channel. It, it's awesome. Everybody should go check it out. But how are you doing today, sir? Well, I'm not doing as well as Kate, apparently. Uh, being off in Hawaii, man, I would absolutely love to be there yeah. right now. Uh, no, I'm doing great, though, man. We are now into, you know, redraft season, really just kind of kicking off the conversation for all that and uh, and gearing up for that. I'm going through my projections for the next year, which is always a ton of fun. Yep. So, uh, yeah, doing great, man. Enjoying the weather here in Michigan. So could I can't complain. Uh, all right, let's jump right into it. Today we're doing our buy, sell, and hold for the New York Jets. Uh, we've been doing these all week long, uh, so let's go ahead and get right into it. Kyle, who is your buy for the Jets in Dynasty right now? Yeah, so I think it's important to like qualify this and say like the players that we would absolutely love to have on our rosters aren't necessarily the players that we should be going and buying right now in Dynasty yes. because you're going to be buying them at the highest point of value currently. And the two players that I think of immediately are Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson, the two rookies who have just joined this Jets offense. Now, would I love to have Brees Hall on my Dynasty roster? Of course. Would I love to have Garrett Wilson on my Dynasty roster? Of course. But at the same time, you're going to have to be spending up way too much. You're buying them at the peak of their value currently. Uh, and certainly they have room to grow. They have room to develop and continue to ascend up the dynasty rankings as they move into the NFL and get acclimated and continue to grow and develop. But right now, this is the highest their value has ever been. So we cannot go chasing after these players you because you're going to be buying them at the height. You're going to have to be spending way too much and giving up way too many assets to go get them. The players that you need to be looking at to buy in Dynasty are the ones that have whose stock have taken a hit who you believe are going to rebound. And so or necessarily who are their perception is a little their value perception is a little bit lower than what you think it should be. That player for me is Michael Carter. Michael Carter in this backfield, people look at Brees Hall landing in New York and they're immediately going to say, well, Michael Carter, Michael Carter is done, right? Brees Hall has the three down profile. He can be a pass catcher out of the backfield. And they say Michael Carter is just irrelevant now. And that's not necessarily the case. Coming into the NFL draft last year out of North Carolina, we looked at Michael Carter and said he's not going to be a three down back in the NFL. He profiles as a prolific and just dynamic receiver out of the backfield, an excellent change of pace back, but not necessarily someone at his size who's going to be able to handle 250 carries out of the backfield each year, plus, you know, the 50 targets or whatever the case may be. It was just not going to be his game. Brees Hall is not going to receive 90% whatever, uh, you know, percent of the workload in this backfield. He's just not. We're going to see Michael Carter still be involved. So if you can get Carter cheaper in your Dynasty League than what you were going to be able to a month ago, I think this is an opportunity to go buy him in Dynasty right now because I still think he's going to be a very effective dynasty asset for you as a rb3 you know someone that is still valuable he's not going to produce the way he did last year but still someone who has incredible value in dynasty he's someone i'm going out and acquiring because i think you can get him pretty cheap right now yeah i mean to your point just 
uh, this is three weeks ago, according to Dynasty League Football, his overall ADP was 79. Now that has dropped down all the way to 121. So you're talking wow, like 40, 50 spots dropping, which is insane because, I mean, we knew the Jets were going to draft somebody at running back, right? I mean, maybe we didn't think it would be Brace Hall, but honestly, I'm not sure that it matters that much. Why couldn't Michael Carter be a better version of Neam Hines in Indianapolis, right? Like, why couldn't he, because I don't think Brees Hall is Jonathan Taylor, but why couldn't he be that type of player in Dynasty? Right. Yeah, I think it's you, you have to adjust your expectations. You have to come into it with realistic expectations. Like I said, in that RB3 territory, he's not going to be a guy alongside Brees Hall that you're going to be able to roll both of them out there as top 24 running backs, you know, like Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon last year. That's not what you're going to get here in this offense. But still, to be able to have someone like Michael Carter on a dynasty roster mm -hmm. as valuable depth is crucial. It's very, very important there. So that's something to consider too. And Michael Carter does have upside if something were to happen, God forbid, to Brees Hall. Like these are the things that we have to account for and look at in Dynasty as well is having that valuable depth, the upside plays if the starter above them goes down with injury because we see it all the time. I mean, hell, look at last year, all the first round running backs that went down uh, in redraft leagues, right? You know, yeah. having those yeah. backups on your Dynasty roster proved to be very valuable. So Michael Carter is someone I definitely think that we should be talking more. That's crazy to see that dip in his dynasty overall, you know, value down at 120. That's definitely something that I did not expect to hear. And let's run through some trades just to show you guys what you could, how cheaply you can get Michael Carter right now. So uh, using the trade finder, Michael Carter for JD McKissick straight up. Oh my word. Yeah. Give me a Michael Carter. Yeah. Uh, Michael Carter for a 2023 third round pick. Yeah, give me Michael Carter. Michael Carter for a 2022 fourth round pick. Oh my word! Yeah, that's see. Michael this Carter. is the, the whole point, though. Like you, you don't have to love Michael Carter to see the value there. Like it's right. just he's a screaming value right now. And I'm even looking at like some players that are being ranked ahead of him uh, on Dynasty League Football. And like, I don't know. Does does Damien Harris do a lot for you, considering all the running backs that they have there? I think I'd rather roll with Michael Carter going forward. That one's closer because I think that Harris could leave in free agency next year and we saw the talent level. So that's something to consider too. But, you know, this year for sure, that's definitely a closer conversation because, yeah, that backfield in New England, I would love to avoid it at all costs if I can. Another player, Chase Edmonds in Miami. Who would you rather have there? Oh, man, they both fall into that same kind of territory because Edmonds seemed like he was going to be the main guy and then he, they just continue to reload and load up with running backs. So that's closer. I think I would give the edge to Chase Edmonds there, but definitely closer. All right, last one. I think I think I think you're going to say yes to this one. Devin Singletary being ranked higher than Michael Carter. Again, really close. I don't buy into I don't buy into the fact that James Cook is going to walk into this offense and be the three down back. I, I yeah, I don't think that that's going to be the case. So I still think Singletary. I just did Buffalo's projections. I still have Singletary with a significant workload in 2022. So I think I would still go Singletary there just because really? of the offense. Really? But yeah, I'll go Singletary there. But it's it's close again, just because of the workload. Again, go out and buy Michael Carter right now. He's so yep. cheap. And if you haven't had your rookie drafts yet, throw a third round pick out there and see if you can snag Michael Carter. I think that's a that's a good. Uh, a good uh, trade advice there. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break to tell you guys about Bet Our Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. 
Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports needs, including live betting, playoff, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device more about the transaction Bet Online where the game starts. All right, Kyle, who are sell? Uh, who is your biggest sell right now for this? Yeah, I think that as you look at the rest of the roster, right, like I'm not selling Brees Hall, I'm not selling Garrett Wilson. We talked about those two guys. Like I want those guys on my roster. Elijah Moore, I don't think that this is the time to sell because his stock took a significant hit. So I'm going to go Zach Wilson. I think if, you, if you're looking at the situation that Zach Wilson is in, and the playmakers that he now has around him, it's fantastic. I mean, even how ha- like having Corey Davis, say what you will about Corey Davis, but having him as a wide receiver three on your NFL roster is fantastic. And then the investments that they made at the tight end position, CJ Uzama, Tyler Conklin, Jeremy Rucker, right? Like these guys can be playmakers at the tight end position as well and just continue to help a young and developing quarterback. That I'm going to sell Zach Wilson because looking at his situation, it certainly could be a spot where he develops. However, I'm looking at the fact that Zach Wilson, I wasn't the biggest believer in. I thought that it was a complete reach at number two overall. It was a complete projection for the New York Jets to take him there at that point. There were, you know, I would have gone with Justin Fields. I would have gone with Trey Lance Mm -hmm. over Zach Wilson last year. So looking at this situation, it's just a, a matter of fact of saying, I don't think that he is going to be this top tier quarterback for fantasy down the road. If I can take advantage of someone who does believe that, who does believe that he's going to be a top five, top 10 quarterback in fantasy down the road because of all the playmakers he has, and I can sell him at his highest value currently, I think that's the player that I'm circling on this roster and saying it makes the most sense to sell Zach Wilson. Now, am I saying like, I just want to get rid of Zach Wilson on my dynasty roster at all costs? No, like I would like to have him as a QB2, QB3 on my super flex rosters. But if I can, if I'm circling one player on the Jets that I have to sell, it would be Zach Wilson. So normally it's not good podcast etiquette to disagree with your guest, but I'm going to do it anyway, Kyle, because we, we, we're good with arguing about this stuff. So I actually had Zach Wilson as a buy. I, 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 think, I think the rest of the offense is a little bit overvalued, right? Because I saw today on Dynasty League Football, Brees Hall is running back six. Elijah Moore is still wide receiver 18. Garrett Wilson, I believe, is wide receiver 10 or 11. And if if you believe the offense is going to be that good and they're going to be able to support that many players, then you might as well be in on the quarterback. And I, I just think Zach Wilson's price is reasonable right now. He's currently quarterback 17. I think that's a tad too low, but do you think it's a little high or just about right? It's, I think it's just about right. And okay. I think if you, so it's interesting because I was looking at DLF's uh, startup ADP recently and I saw that Elijah Moore was at wide receiver 24. So I don't know if he has risen since the last time I looked at that, but I had Elijah Moore throughout the entire offseason at wide receiver 24 in my dynasty ranking. So I was accounting for the fact that they were going to bring in someone in this offense. Yeah, so, so I was getting ahead of it. Go ahead. Currently wide receiver uh, 20 on dynasty league okay. football. What's, what's fascinating is, his ranks are all across the board. We got some people that rank him in the mid twenties. Uh, our guy Ryan McDowell, who does this podcast, has him at wide receiver thirteen. So there's still people that are all in on Elijah Moore. I, I like him a lot. I-, I thought he was a fantastic prospect, but that seems high. Yeah, yeah. So if you are telling me that that value is higher than what I think it is, then that's a player that I would pivot to and say sell yeah. this player again. It's with Zach Wilson. Like I think that he can be good. I think that he can be a valuable QB two for a super flex roster if he takes those steps. But it's He's just a matter of like, yeah, it's just a matter of circling one player on this roster. 
and you know being limited to talking about the Jets like Zach Wilson was a player that made sense to me but if you're going to tell me that Elijah Moore there are some people who still think that he's wide receiver 13 in dynasty wide receiver 50 up in that range and I can sell him yeah. for that value then yes absolutely I'm going to sell Elijah Moore instead yeah. it just hurts me to sell to sell Elijah Moore because I love him so much I think he's such a good player but yeah, because we're talking about the Jets specifically, it's it's a little trickier. But uh, all right, let's run through some uh, some quarterbacks here that are ranked around where Zach Wilson is at, and I, I just want your thoughts. So again, quarterback seventeen on Dynasty League Football, Tua QB sixteen. Who would you rather have? That is super close. I think I'm going to go like it makes sense that they are back to back. I'm going to go Tua there slightly. Yep. Uh, I believed in Tua more as a prospect than I did with Zach Wilson. So that's still the tiebreaker there. And then the fact that he's got Tyreek Hill in town, I think that's what keeps him slightly ahead of Zach Wilson for me. Uh, Matt Stafford, quarterback 15, 34 years old. Yeah, give me Stafford. Uh, I play in a, I typically play in a shorter window of dynasty than I think a lot of other people do. So people talk about like, you want this guy for the next decade. I, I, right. I push back on that all the time. I play in a two to three year window and I'm now because of how much changes in the NFL year over year, I'm playing more towards that two year window. So yeah, Stafford's still going to be excellent for the next two years minimum. I will go Stafford there. So I'm assuming then if you're taking Stafford, you're also taking Aaron Rodgers because of that same thought. He's just going to be dominant for the next two or three years. And yep. that's how you really work. Yeah, it okay. depends on where you're – sorry, really quick. Go it ahead. depends on where you're at with your dynasty roster. Like if you are in a win-now window, then you take Aaron Rodgers. If you're in a like rebuilding, want to reload for two years down the road, three years down the road where you're really hitting your stride, then I think you go with Zach Wilson. All right, those are all guys that are currently being ranked ahead of Zach Wilson. These are guys behind him right now on Dynasty League Football. Uh, Derek Carr, QB 18. I'll take Carr. I really like his situation this year. I agree. Mac Jones, QB 19. I will take Wilson over Mac Jones. Yeah, I agree with you. Kirk Cousins, QB 20. Uh, That is – I've got Cousins at – oh, sorry. That's my uh, draft rankings. Let me pull up Dynasty. I'm sorry. Uh, Zach Wilson is at 18 for me, and Kirk Cousins at 19. So, so I'll take there, Wilson by hair. Uh, all right. So if you can find somebody in your league that's really excited about Zach, Zach Wilson and they believe he's going to be a top 10 or 12 quarterback, yeah, I think that's a fantastic time to sell. But I, I'm not selling him just to sell him, as you right. mentioned at the top. I, again, because we're limited to just talking about the Jets, we had to pick somebody, and that's who we decided to go with. Uh, all right. Let's talk about who we're going to hold. Uh, from this Jets roster. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar. They've got a fantastic new product out right now, Brownie Batter Puffs. If you love brownies, you're absolutely going to love this. 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 7 grams of sugar. It's absolutely outstanding. I throw them in my golf bag and eat them on my course. My wife takes them with her when she goes on a walk with our daughter. I mean, they're again, Absolutely incredible. Go to built.com right now and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, last one. Hold. Who are you holding and not moving on from uh, on this Jets team? Yeah, I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to go with Brees Hall here, yeah. right? You yeah. you look at Hall, whether it is in a rookie draft, you spent the 101 pick for him. Uh, you know, that's typically across the board what we're seeing here uh, with rookie draft ADP. Or in a startup draft, you spent an early, you know, an earlier pick on him. Uh, so you mentioned like RB6 off the board in, in Dynasty Startup ADP. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking that investment and completely moving on from someone before I see them play an NFL game. 
And I think that Brees Hall, I was a little bit lower on him as a prospect than the general consensus, general consensus on Twitter and whatever seemed to be talking about him as as an all pro prospect, like in year one. And I was like, let's not go that far just yet. Um, But he did come out to be my RB1 after the NFL draft. So I like Brees Hall. I am not willing to invest in, uh, in him at that RB6 price tag. But if I'm looking at, I spent that pick on Brees Hall. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait here to see and actually see him play an NFL game. I'm not moving on from him that quickly. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm going to cheat a little bit here. It makes too much sense, but I'm going to go with Brees Hall. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm, I'm holding on to Brees Hall. I actually had a question, though, about some of the running backs ranking. So, Najee Harris is running back five on Dynasty League football. Now, we did get to see a year of him last year play, and he got a million touches. Brees Hall, RB6. Brees Hall is almost four full years younger than <laughs> Najee Harris. But why, why do you think Harris is being ranked higher? Do you have Harris higher? I do have Harris higher. Uh, early on in the offseason, I was seeing that Najee Harris was up at like RB2 that's, in that's you know, Dynasty Startup ADP. Uh, I think that we have to account for the fact that he's going to see a dip in target totals. From 94 last year with Ben Roethlisberger at that stage of his career, the statue of Ben Roethlisberger, you got either Trubisky now as the starter who can definitely get out on the move, who's not going to be a guy who checks it down consistently, or you have Kenny Pickett. And Pickett even showed that he's got some mobility to his game on his pit tape. Um, He can send the ball deep downfield too. Like He's not going to be a guy who's just a check down king. So I think we have to take that into account. However, with Najee, I at least know that the volume on the ground is going to be there. And that is something where... And the durability, too. Like, he's handled a significant workload up to this point of his career. And I know that he can handle it. So I have Najee Harris at RB4 in Dynasty rankings. I've got Brees Hall at RB11. So there's a definitely, like, a big gap. You have a big gap, then. That's a big gap between the two of them, right? You mentioned that ADP of 4 and 6, I think it was. like Or 5 and 6. like 5 and 6, yep. There's definitely a bigger gap there for me where I think Brees Hall, yes, the age can definitely play a factor in that. But I also don't think that Hall is going to get the type of volume that Harris is in the New York Jets offense as what Harris is in the Pittsburgh offense. So that's something, again, we go back to the beginning, put a, you know, bring it all around, talk about Michael Carter. I think Carter's going to be involved more in this backfield than people think. And so that's the difference there with Hall versus with Harris. Like, who's the other running back in this backfield that's going to get involved? It's not Benny Snell. It's not Anthony McFarland. It's no, Harris. It's Najee, right? Right. right. He's going to get Harris. 90-something percent of the snaps on that. Exactly, line. exactly. Yeah. So that's what keep that's what's keeping Najee up there in the top tier of Dynasty rankings for me and Brees Hall a little bit further down. I still like Hall. I've still got him as a top 12 Dynasty running back, which I feel like is fair. Uh, RB6, though, is just a little bit too rich for me. Yeah, I, some of the running backs that are going behind him right now uh, – Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb. There's a lot of lot of really talented guys there. But yeah, uh, like for me, sorry, Marcus, really quick. Like I've got Joe Mixon at RB3 in Dynasty rankings. Like I don't understand why we are now we're so low on Joe Mixon and we're willing to take Brees Hall over Mixon when Mixon is now in, you know, we saw it all click from last year. This offense is just getting started. The offensive line, they made massive improvements too. Like, I don't understand. Again, it's it's a volume thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not like Mixon is an older prospect. He's or an older player. He's 25 years old off the top of my head. So that's something to consider too. I, I would take Mixon over Brees Hall 10 times out of 10. What do you think Brees Hall's ceiling is? Um, do you think he could be a top three running back within the next two years? Because I, I know a lot of people believe He's a very similar prospect to like Jonathan Taylor coming out of Wisconsin. Do you, I mean, obviously, I know your pre-draft thoughts on him were not yeah. that, but what what do you see as his fantasy ceiling? I don't see that 
Um, I look at Hall, especially in this offense, and as long as Michael Carter is healthy, that's the thing, because I was a big believer in the talent of Michael Carter coming out of North Carolina. And I think that they are going to really be, especially looking at the offensive ecosystem and Michael LaFleur, you know, like these, the offensive coordinator, they want to kind of rotate through these backs. They want to keep guys fresh. So I don't think Brees Hall is ever going to see 300 to 350 carries or 350 touches in a season. I just don't think that's in his range of outcomes. So that's why I'm a little bit more hesitant with Brees Hall. I think that his ceiling is like a you know, RB eight on the year. Like, and that all hinges, excuse me, that all hinges. I talk about it with Garrett Wilson, with Elijah Moore. It all hinges on Zach Wilson. If Zach Wilson can take the necessary steps to elevate this offense, then we could be talking about Brees Hall with scoring opportunities galore. And that's where we could be talking about Brees Hall reaching that top five ceiling because he's finishing with 10 plus rushing touchdowns on the year. I just don't see that happening necessarily unless Zach Wilson wows me, you know, in year two and year three and takes those necessary steps. I see Brees Hall having a very similar start to his career that like Josh Jacobs had when Josh Jacobs was getting a lot of the early down work and it was Jalen Richard that was eating into the passing down work. Does that, I mean, Josh Jacobs still very, very relevant for fantasy, that high end RB two, even, you know, some weeks RB one production, but I, I do tend to agree with you. I think RB six is a little bit high until we see what his role is in the NFL. All right. That is it with our jets preview. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Kate will be back from Hawaii. I'm sure she's really looking forward to talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, but we will do that. We want to thank Kyle for coming on the show today. Please check him out on Twitter at Kyle Y NFL. And if you haven't yet go to his YouTube, the fantasy playbook, subscribe, like all of his videos over there. It is absolutely fantastic work. Uh, you can follow our show at locked on dynasty on Twitter and on YouTube. You can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we'll see you guys next time.